Welcome to the Sailorville Women's Podcast, where we want to help women grow in their walk with Christ, being rooted in God's Word and encouraging one another in the process. Hello, ladies. Um, This is Deb Blackman. Thank you for joining us today. We are recording this uh, a little bit before the actual Christmas holiday, um, and you'll know why in just a minute. But if you are listening to this right now, you are in the middle of all of your Christmas things and maybe even pulling the ham out of the oven or something. But um, we thank you for joining us, and um, look, I'm looking forward to visiting with our guest today. It's Rachel Willie. Hello. How are you, Rachel? <laughs> I'm doing good. Excited to be here. That's good. And now we can explain why we're recording this a little bit early. We're actually recording this on a very nice, warm November day, but we're doing it because by the time this um, podcast is available to you, ladies... Rachel's going to be a little bit busy. Do you want to start with who you are and why you're going to be busy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So my name's Rachel Willie, and I'm married to Colton Willie, which he's been preaching a few Sundays around here. And he does does an awesome job for us to to get us in God's word. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been it's been such a joy. He does. He does so good. It's just such such his gift. So fun to cheer him on. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, why we're needing to record this a little early. Uh, I am going to be having my baby here soon. Yay. Our baby girl. Uh, due December 11th. So again, could go earlier, could go later. So I was like, earlier in November, we can record this probably better. <laughs> yeah. So by the time you're hearing this, you've probably already welcomed Rachel in the hallways <laughs> with a new little baby. But right now we don't know yes. when or what her name is. And she, Rachel will not let that <laughs> You know, accidentally uh, come out. Yes, apparently. hopefully not. Okay. Colton, on the other hand, he's let it slip so many Uh-oh. times, but nobody's noticed. So. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, just a little bit about me and just a little background. Yeah, please. Um, I am from the area, and I went to the local Bible college here, and I studied missions. And so I really thought I was going to be overseas somewhere, uh, possibly in Japan. I went there several times, but yeah, God just shut that door. And so right after I graduated, I started working at an after school program with inner city kids, middle schoolers. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that was a missions. Yes. Yes. That was quite, quite the experience. God used it so, so abundantly in my life. Um, But after that, then I got on staff here uh, working with the kids. So what was formerly known as Shine and now say they're real kids. Um, serving in Shine uh, is actually how I met Colton. So That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. So yeah, fun. No longer on staff um, anymore, but I really, really, really did love that. And now I'm teaching piano and just getting ready to be a mom and to meet our to meet our little one. That is really cool. Which is so exciting. That is really exciting. Yeah. And congratulations on all that. <laughs> That's you. really cool. Thank and you. all in all of that, you're also at at various times and in various seasons, you've been volunteering volunteering at Joppa. Yes. And that is a ministry that is a part of our Heart for Des Moines ministries. Mm-hmm. It's one of the selected ones that um Sailorville women are encouraged, or and men are encouraged to be a part of, and families. Mm-hmm. I guess I should say it all yeah, the way around for sure. So, uh, Rachel, we asked you to come today to kind of share a little bit about what that ministry is, how we can get involved. But you know, this month we've been talking about. By the time we this this is available to you, we will have been talking about the fear of the Lord and how abundant He is mm-hmm. in His love for mm-hmm. us. And so, um, 
and his and his care for us. And so this Joppa ministry is a way that we can show God's um, love mm-hmm. to others that that may have some very specific needs. And I know that um, as as we get ready to talk about that, you have also been impacted in your own heart mm-hmm. during the season of um, preparing for the baby and yeah. the needs that you have there yes. with what God's word might have um, been yes. kind of teaching you. Yes. Um, obviously, the Lord has used so much scripture and has taught me so many different different lessons. I feel like dependency on mm. him is a huge one or dependency on other people just as your body just can't do all the things i'll be mall walking and all the old people are walking faster than me it's just like oh. Oh. but it's okay yeah. i know it's not forever and i know it's i know it's worth it <laughs> yes it is um but i think specifically as you know getting to, getting to the end and after having showers and stuff and just real hardcore nesting right now she means <laughs> means gift showers not hot showers although that's uh, probably yes. feeling good too <laughs> yes 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 um so So in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, so in the Sermon on the Mount, um, so Matthew 6, 19 through 21, um, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And so, yeah, the Lord's just really used that passage to just... um, just convict me of just how easy it is to get um, so earthbound and be materialistic and all the things. And yeah, it's important to prepare for baby and to have everything right. ready and, and set. And in some ways, I think it maybe is a God-given thing, that nesting. It's, yes. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yes, Never been more motivated to, you know, scrub the floors or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but my body won't let me. <laughs> there is a balance on that end, isn't yes. there? <laughs> So just just needing that reminder to to put him first, you know, to put put him first, Amen. and then and then those other things, um, and then just a couple verses below, um, super famous passage. So again, Matthew six, thirty three to thirty four. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So just needing, just needing that heart check and that recentering, putting God first, but also um, really easy to be anxious <laughs> about it, what's coming ahead. It is. It's it's yeah. anxious no matter what stage we're in. Um, mm-hmm. And as we think about now the ministry that you're part of in Joppa, mm-hmm. those are the people that from an anxiety standpoint mm-hmm. and from an anxiousness standpoint, as you were just reading those verses, I was thinking about mm-hmm. how your heart has led you to go that direction mm-hmm. to be able to mm-hmm. help them because mm-hmm. they don't they don't have some of the same things that yeah. we might have. Yeah, so sure. yeah, can you tell us a little bit about Joppa yeah. and how God's people can be um, used mm-hmm. to be again His His hands um, to provide some mm-hmm. of these things that the people might need? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Joppa is a nonprofit. Um, it is a faith-based organization, um, and they strive to help meet unmet needs in homeless services, housing, and education. And they are very, very active in the community and very, very volunteer-run, very volunteer-heavy. I mean, they have just hundreds and hundreds of volunteers um, to help um, 
with all the things that need to get done. And so they they also like to be able to seek to like educate people mm. on homelessness as well. So where do they where do they get a lot of their volunteers from? Yeah, churches? a from lot of churches, just the communities. Yep, yep, all all kinds of different den- denominations and stuff. But I think people who maybe wouldn't be affiliated with any kind of religion also we've run across that have helped um, as well. So it's been neat as we've gone and served. We're like our mission field's not just the homeless; it's also people who we're serving alongside with mm. some great don't know Jesus. Great point. Yeah. yeah. So no matter where we might be serving mm-hmm. in the community, mm-hmm. others serving might, yeah. might need Jesus. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good point. I did glance out knowing I was going to be visiting with you. I did glance out at Joppa's uh, website and it did have um, some interesting information. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I was impressed with was that the name of the place was chosen because of the town of Joppa in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. And um, they had some a little tiny bit of information about that. But I thought it was really fascinating that they would point out on their website, this homelessness um, uh, website, mm-hmm. um, the, helping the homelessness, homeless, that the Hebrew word, yafo, which <laughs> is japa apparently, means beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, that just struck me on why they would choose that mm-hmm. um, as we look at the homeless in our community mm-hmm. to be able to say, you are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, in God's eyes, you are beautiful. And the service that we need to be able to provide mm-hmm. has to provide some of that care for them. Yeah. So and that giving them that dignity too, that they are, they're oh. human, you know, that's really, yeah. that's really awesome to say yeah. that. Yeah, of course. What, as you have been there for a while in serving, we'll have you talk some more about what you've done there, but what are some of the reasons people are not in a home right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it's crazy. I feel like especially last year, the um, CEO of Joppa, he's like, this is the most homeless people we have seen, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the number and the volume. And maybe people driving around the metro have noticed that, too, of just mm-hmm. an increase, increase of homelessness. And so I think as me and Colton, um, my husband, have gone out and served, we definitely have kind of seen maybe three different types of people, why they are homeless. Um, I think one reason is maybe they just didn't have a safety net. So they didn't have family to rely on. They didn't have savings to rely on and just circumstances or COVID or whatever. Um, just put them put them out on the streets, mm. you know. And so that is just really, really sad and so hard it could to have, see. So it could happen to anyone. I mean, yes. that's one of those situations. Yes. could happen to yeah. anyone. Right. Okay. A lot of them are like, we never thought this would happen, you wow. know. Yeah. Super, super sad. Um, another reason is just addiction. I mean, whether it's drugs, alcohol, um, they just are so enamored um, with their with their addiction. They can't keep a job like that is that's our life and that's what they live for. Mm. And it's just it's just really, really sad, especially in the winter months. Um, You'll just see them not realizing that they are freezing Mm. (laughs) Um, just because they are just so into their addiction in that moment. Um, and I think the third reason, these are kind of the wild cards, um, are uh, homeless people who choose to be. They oh. they want to be off the grid. They don't want to pay taxes. Like, they don't have to um, have a boss or anything. Oh. Like, they legitimately choose to. So I'm thinking of a guy um, that we, we saw quite a bit for a while. And he literally dug a home into, like, this, this sand mound. I mean, you would have no idea it was there. You would... People, I'm sure, have driven past that so much, but wow. you go around. I mean, but he he chose to be homeless. I mean, that was wow. yeah. those would be the hardest ones to be able to serve. I would, <laughs> yeah, I would anticipate. 
Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you and Colton get involved mm-hmm. with that? And what mm-hmm. have you done there? What have the, mm-hmm. been some of the same things you've yeah. ha- been able to do? Yeah. So about a year um, into our marriage, I mean, Colton, we love bed and breakfasts. Oh, my word. They're so, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so a whole other side. That wasn't in the, your beginning statements. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, just, again, when you have that downtime, we just have a lot of time to chat and get in the word. And um, we came across in the book of James. So actually, um, we're studying this right now. Yeah, we are. Studying this. And so maybe by the time it comes out, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, we'll probably go through this because it's the very end. James 1, I'll start in verse 26, but 27 is really what we're looking at. If anyone thinks he is religion, religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the Father, is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. And so, yeah, we read that passage and it just hit us like a ton of bricks. Like we're not really doing anything in our lives personally to like love the unfortunate or to help, you know, homeless people or just people who are hurting. Mm. And then we looked at our church and we're like, they're not really maybe doing too much about this. This was pre Hartford Des Moines. And so we're like, okay, I had heard a job. I had heard of it before. And I was like, this is what we need to start wow. start doing. So reached out and just fell in love with it immediately. Um, and so we started serving on the camp routes. I mean, there's tons and tons of different ways to serve, which we'll chat with. But this is kind of how we how we got started. So once a month, would go out um, and try and build relationships and give food and try and give hope and try and share share the gospel with people. That's so, cool. That's yeah, cool. Well, yeah. go ahead and share. You know, what are some of the things that are are done at um yeah. at Joppa and I'm interested in this camp route. Is yes. That what you said? Yes. Um so that's probably kind of what maybe you would initially think of with uh homeless, you know, camp routes. So just, you know, you see the the tents or whatever. Yeah. Um and so we had a specific route like we kind of went to the same spots every every time. So every week Joppa is sending groups out. I mean it's Every, every single Sunday. And so they are going into the camps and providing food. So like a meal for that day. And um, they get donations um, from different food places to then be able to, to, give, to give out. But also just asking the homeless people in that moment, like, what are some needs you have? And so people are like, I need shoes. I need a tent mm. or whatever. And so then we can take that back to Joppa and Joppa can try and get those requests filled in and wow. hand, hand it back. So, so when you talk about the camp routes, mm-hmm. you're talking about under the bridges. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I see them. Yeah. My husband and I like to bike. And yes. if anyone has done any cycling in the Des Moines area, mm-hmm. especially down by the river, yep. <laughs> you will you will see the tents yep. and they move around. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, very, very transient, you know. So, again, we might see somebody here in this spot for a while, but, oh, they got in a fight or something, okay. and they're in a different spot. So it's definitely opened my eyes as we're driving downtown of, like, that's a homeless spot. That's a homeless spot. You mm-hmm. know, just, oh, my goodness, I had driven past these uh, so many times before but had no idea. Well, um, yeah, and, and if somebody is <laughs> burrowed into the sand, you really wouldn't see them. Yeah. So, wow, to yeah. go out on the camp routes. Um, so, 
What else? Yeah. Did they so do? that is so, uh, that is what I have thought of. Is yes. What yep. would occur? Okay. Yep. So there's other things. Yep. And so Jaffa really is trying to end homelessness, and so there's several people that have kind of gone through the program and now are in housing, um, but Jaffa still wants to like love and serve those. So a lot of people are in in apartments or in a home or whatever, and so that's another way to be able to just stay in contact. Again, bring food and just check in on them and you know, see how their job is doing or. So it's a transitional thing to get them out of homelessness into Mm -hmm. a home and then Mm -hmm. on into being a contributing member. Yes. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really neat because I think, um, what mean what we mean Colton were really attracted to about Joppa is not just, you know, we could give a handout to one person and then that's it. But Joppa's trying to see the person as a whole, trying to see homelessness as a whole and really striving to end um, homelessness, honestly. And they're building like tiny homes and just mm. they yeah, like I said, they're very active in the community and um, trying to do a lot, which I think is that's super, really cool. super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, what are some of the needs that they have there right now? And how can women get involved? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, we had asked Joppa kind of some of the big needs. So going into winter, they really are lacking blankets right now. Um, Again, if these people are just in the cold, they're going to need they're going to need the blankets. Um, so just like fleece blankets, you know, we've all, (laughs) we've all made those. So you can definitely make them as a family or as a small group and you can just go and drop them off, um, at at Joppa. That's one really, really great way. Um, there's also something we called blessing bags, which we've made here at Sailorville before. But if you're not familiar with a blessing bag, that's just a bag, um, that you can make and keep in your car. And so when you do see those people, you know, on off the road or whatever, um, asking for money or asking for help, that is such a great thing to be able to give, uh, to them. Um, cause again, you can feel kind of awkward in yeah. that moment. You're at the stoplight and there's a homeless person and you just, yeah. Um, we, we haven't, I don't have blessing bags in my car yet. I think mm-hmm. as you are talking, I'm realizing I'm kind of being convicted. I need to do this <laughs> because right now my reaction is I don't know what to do. So I avoid their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart goes out to them, but I don't know how to help yet. So this yeah. is really, really useful. Um, kind of give us an idea of what, what yeah. would go in a blessing bag if we wanted to um, either we can go to Joppa and help get them. Is that right? Or we can do them on our own. What, what would you recommend? Yeah, yeah. So I'd recommend making it making on your own, um, your own blessing bag. So you can just get, you know, a Ziploc bag. Um, that's what I keep ours in. And some good things, especially going into winter, that you could put in are like hand warmers, um, non-perishable food like jerky or granola oh, bars. Of course. Um, maybe not water just because they'll probably freeze in your car. Yeah. Um, as we get into the cold, but hats, gloves, you could put a track, you could put something about Joppa in there, or you could even put a Bible. Um, just because I think being able to give something just shows that I see you and I value you as a human, looking them in the eye, smiling at them, just again, yeah. giving them that dignity, um, I think is huge. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend giving money uh, just because you, you just don't know. You just don't know what their, their situation is. Um, but they might just spend it on something maybe that they don't really, <laughs> they don't really need. Um, well, it's back to that home. second category that mm-hmm. you were talking about of those that have found themselves in this situation because of addictions and you don't want to add to that. Yeah. But in general, um, I think what I'm hearing you say is it's not a, 
up to us to necessarily judge yes. how they got there, mm-hmm. but we can certainly be um, God's hands. Yes. So, yes, yeah, exactly. I think we're called, I mean, James, studying James has also, I think it's impacting the mm-hmm. church and all of us to to be doers mm-hmm. on, on some of this. So yes. that's that's really, really good. Yes. And again, I think you can put make those blessing bags with your family. You could do it with your small group or whatever. It's a great idea. Keep them in your car. It's so, a really great idea. Yeah. Um, what else does, do we, happens at Joppa? What else could uh, a person be involved with? Yeah. So, yeah, there's so many different ways that you... <laughs> How long do we have, huh? <laughs> yeah. Is that kind of what yeah, it is? Yeah. There is so many, so many ways. And so I kind of had already mentioned the camp routes. And the, so that's always every Sunday afternoon. Um, typically, you can do it like once a month. Um, so, again, there's the the actual camp routes, but then the aftercare people have come out of it. Okay. Um, there are things that they call hot meals. And so those are the hot meals that they take out on the routes. Um, but they need people to make them and prepare them. And so oh, you can make that with a, as a family, as a community group, you drop that off like Sunday morning and they'll get those, get those out. They actually have a thrift store at Joppa, oh. which is, that's pretty new, I think, in the last year or so. But that definitely helps fund fund Joppa because they are a nonprofit. And so they are always needing volunteers to help run the store, but also you can give donations. Um, Where are they? That. Is they? Do they have a location, mm-hmm. that, a specific location? Yep. Where yep. are they at? Yep. So, jo- I mean, so all of all of Joppa is like five minutes from the church, like okay. south of the church. It's like uh, Euclid and MLK. So it's, yeah, if you just go down sixth here. Okay. It wouldn't be, it's really not very far at all. Okay. That's good to <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, it's That's super close to, to the church. Yeah. That's yeah. really, really cool. What other stories do you have from, you know, have your work there or anything else that you want us to make sure that we've got in our minds as we yeah. think about possibly um, helping? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I have a I have a story of a couple that just really impacted um, me and Colton. And so they called themselves, a lot of the homeless people, they don't like to go by their actual names. They have like n- nicknames. Mm. So they chose devil and angel. Mm. And so he actually had devil horns like tattooed on his forehead, you know, so you definitely kind of, kind of noticed that. Um, but he actually had stage four cancer um, and just probably not long to live, but just, I mean, young, young. I mean, they were probably oh. in their thirties, I would guess. Um, and so again, we see this guy <laughs> nearing death. And so Colton gave him a Bible and I'll never forget it. I won't shout into the mic, but he literally like shouted for joy and was like, Oh my goodness, you're giving me a Bible. Like, this is so great. Wow. Um, and so we kind of got to know his story a little bit. He had gone um, to like a, the local Bible college here in town. And so I think he did have a relationship with, with Jesus. And so I think for him to be able to hold the word of God was just so, so precious to him. Wow. Yeah. And so they were just such an inspiration. Um, and I think just such a good reminder that like, um, even if they are, you know, homeless. And as we am going to put up air quotes here, we would say they have nothing, you know, um, maybe they have more, uh, than we realize, you know, just because they, they do know just, um, what really matters, you know, relationships yeah. or the people that do know Jesus out there, their faith is so strong because they're trusting in God for every day for their, for their daily needs, you know? And so I would always leave just so convicted. And so, um, 
just challenged to just be thankful in my own life that, you know, I have a roof over my head. I might not have the mansion that's down the road, but I have a roof over my head. I have food in my stomach and in my fridge. Um, And so I can be thankful for that. But kind of going back to devil and angel we did I think it was several months later um we saw rest in peace devil um we saw that in one of the camp routes so I was just like that's mm. crazy it's that just crazy. crazy and so hopefully yeah hopefully <laughs> he knows Jesus and we'll yeah. see him again and yeah yeah you just never know Rachel that's a really make. good reminder for us to yeah. you know give these people as we think of them the dignity mm-hmm. um they are created in God's image mm-hmm. and then boy this example is a really that's that's really heartwarming mm-hmm. to think some of them are out there and they're definitely on hard times, but yeah. they may know the Lord. Right. So, right. Yeah. And we do don't, we don't have a corner on that market. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Anything oh. else with, from Joppa? Um, yeah, there, there's a few more ways you could serve. I didn't quite get to, I can hit a few yeah, more. Yeah, please do. Um, just because as, yeah, I think especially as, as women and, I know probably a lot of moms listening and even me in a different season, you know, like you're like, oh, okay, I couldn't go on a camp route. Like even me being pretty pregnant and having this baby, (laughs) kind of having to take a break from that. But like you can always pray, you can give financially. Um, There are like once a month work days on a Saturday. Um, There's heat teams on Saturday mornings. So they actually heat teams. mm -hmm, Okay. They go in and they give like propane. So they have a way to stay uh, to stay warm which is just yeah. super super great yeah. so yeah I would say if anybody is you know really interested or wanting to know more you're welcome to reach out to me or to Becca Rodert as well as she's kind of coordinating the heart for Des Moines yep. she knows all this information yeah. as well yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah. that is awesome well it comes at a really good time of year as we're all you know probably at this time um, able to be with family and friends and as far as I would know, most of us are sitting in warm places in, mm-hmm. in this winter. So mm-hmm. it is a good time to thank the Lord yeah. for what blessings physically he has given us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, more spiritually, he has given us his son. And that's the celebration we get to do at this time of year. So um, as we as we think about those that are less fortunate, mm-hmm. is it is good to know that we can be um, we can be God's hands. That's right. For them. Yeah. That's right. Well, thanks, Rachel, for coming. Yeah, for and sure. And ladies, thank you for listening, especially at this time of year. And uh, we will we'll talk to you in the new year. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. Join us next time as we make it our aim to see more women become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm.